Welcome to the dating corner. Uh, my name is Cameron. It's gonna gonna be a solo episode today, <laughs> uh, but guests will be back next week. I just wanted to give this a shot, see how it goes, if I like it, uh, and if you guys like it. If you like just listening to me ramble and talk about random shit, then hell yeah, let's keep it going. <laughs> um, I have an email set up for the podcast. So people can message me their questions and other stuff, whatever they want. I'm, I'm open to anything. <laughs> I'm working on doing a Facebook and an Instagram, but I'm lazy. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see how far along that gets us. <laughs> so the topic today was actually recommended by one of my friends and I'm actually kind of excited about it because it's just going to be me rambling through it and I think it'll be great. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about why relationships nowadays are so hard. Uh, I have a few different talking points that we're going to bounce around through and just I'll give my own opinion, advice, whatever I can. And I think, I think it'd be interesting. So let's see how this goes. <laughs> So the first thing that I wanted to talk about today is social media. So in my opinion, social media can make things pretty complicated or less entertaining when it comes to relationships, because it's not hard for you to hop on Facebook, look somebody up, and then you know everything about them. Like it completely takes away the mystery and the fun out of meeting somebody and getting to know them because they could have pictures of them going on like a trip or something with their family or friends on Facebook. And when they bring that up to you in a conversation in person, you're going to be like, Oh yeah, I saw the pictures. Like that's cool. And just totally take the air out of their story or anything like that. And that's, that's just me. I, I'd rather find out from them and never without any prior knowledge of what they've done, I want them to tell me. Because it's fun. It's fun getting to know somebody that way. It's way better than hopping on Facebook, searching somebody's name, and there you go. There's their entire life story right there. It's kind of creepy, but I mean, people do it. You can't lie to me and say that you've never creeped somebody's Facebook or Instagram before because I know you have. <laughs> but another big thing about social media is that people can lie about like anything. I mean, you can do that in person, but if you're stalking somebody's Facebook and reading bullshit that isn't true... You're going to have a completely different view on who this person is that you're hanging out with and talking to. Like you might have the wrong idea of what they're like. And when you 
get with them in person, you're going to be like, ooh, goodness gracious. <laughs> which, which can be fun, but it's not something that you want to be looking into for long-term activities. Activities. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. I mean, it's more fun to get to know a person by listening to them talk to you and tell you stories and showing you pictures instead of just looking at a freaking computer screen or your phone and being like, oh, that's cool. This person did this. This person likes this. Like, I, I want to hear it from the person. It makes it more... Well, it makes it more personal. You know, you're getting to know them on a personal level instead of looking at public information on Facebook and Instagram or anything like that. It doesn't even have to be just those two. But getting to know somebody without social media is interesting. It, it's shitty that I got to say it's interesting because that's the way that we used to have to do it. But now with Facebook, it makes it so easy just to know somebody's entire backstory. And I don't like that. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that everything about social media is bad. I mean, you can look at like long term, long term, <laughs> Long distance, excuse me, long distance relationships. Long distance relationships are made easier by social media and being able to talk to somebody that's far away and you guys are trying to build something. Which, yeah, that's amazing. It's amazing that we can even do that nowadays. But it also can be a very scary thing when it comes to dating. Because... I don't know if you guys have ever watched the TV show Catfish, but good God, that is some horrifying crap. <laughs> Just talking to somebody and then like finding out that they're not anything that you thought and they're fake. Everything about them is fake. Very rarely on that show, they got like their true self. Other times... It is the most cringy, horrifying thing that I've ever witnessed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, back, back, back to the point. Social media makes it pretty difficult because it completely takes the mystery and entertainment out of getting to know somebody away. And isn't that like a really important step in starting a relationship is getting interested to that person interested in what they have to say not in what they're showing online to everybody uh, i guess that's kind of my own opinion but i mean it don't matter <laughs> this is strange just kind of talking to myself uh, just, I, I, I highly recommend just go sit in a room all by yourself and just try to talk for a half an hour. It's, it's tricky. <laughs> anyway, let's get back into the points. Um, the next one that I have is low self-respect and jumping too quickly into relationships without acknowledging your own personal issues. So 
that one gets a little rocky because you got to look at it. Two different people are combining both of their lives and they both have their own crap going on and they might not disclose that to the other person and it might come up later down the line, which is fine. Like it, it happens. People have their own lives. Everything's personal to them. Everybody has unique things going on, but jumping into a relationship before you acknowledge the fact that you might have something wrong with you. That sounds bad. I don't mean, I don't mean it like that. I just mean, maybe you just have some issues that you need to work through or the other person has issues that they need to work through. Cause <laughs> if you guys are in a relationship for a long time and that stuff comes to life, light, it can be kind of scary. Like, Ooh, like, goodness, I didn't know that about that person or, you know, something similar to that. So low self-respect is definitely a big thing. Like looking to another person to fix you definitely is not the way to look at it. That'll only end in a dumpster fire. It always does. I'm guilty of that, of, of expecting the other person to fix me. But you learn pretty freaking quick that that isn't going to happen. <laughs> All you're doing is hurting yourself and probably hurting the other person, depending on the severity of it. But that is a really important thing to, to focus on before jumping into a relationship. You got to step back and think to yourself, am I ready to make a commitment to be a part of this other person's life? and have them be a part of mine? Like, can I take the mental weight that is going to come with this? That makes it sound way more dramatic than it really is. But it's a good way to look at it at the same time, because you, you got to look at the big picture. Like, am I ready to be spending this much time with this person? Do I have enough free time? And do I have my shit together? <laughs> it's important to look at. Because if you're, if you're not, again, it, it's only going to end badly. Unless that person can really help you with what you're going through. But getting into a relationship because you're just lonely or you're ex expecting the other person to fix you. That's, it, it's not the right way to kick off a relationship. That is a horrible way to start out a relationship. So I can see why people think that it is difficult nowadays because everybody definitely has their own shit going on. And a lot of people like to ignore the fact that they do because they just, they want to imagine that their lives are perfect. So getting into a relationship, they think this will make everything better. But in reality, it's just adding more stress and problems on top of your already existing problems which is really hard to accept. I'm not saying that like you should know that your first go around because you won't, you won't know until you've made mistakes. And once that kind of crashes and burns, you can step back and be like, I'm not ready for this. Or you stop it before it happens and tell yourself that because uh, it, 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 it can definitely 
be a rough go once you realize like shit i do have things wrong with me or i mean you're not gonna say it to the other person's face but like dang they really have something wrong with them (laughs) not being judgmental it's just you know sometimes you kind of make that observation of like this person has a lot that they're going through and i don't think me being here is going to mentally be mentally healthy for that person. And it kind of just takes a lot of responsibility to be able to own up to that and admit that you're not ready for a relationship. But nowadays, it seems like that's just kind of like an afterthought. You want to get into the relationship as fast as possible so that you can feel better just for that short little while And then it will blow up in your face, make you feel worse than you did before. And you might do that again. That's why it's a learning experience. You got to be able to experience having your heart broken or, you know, realizing that you have something that you need to work on yourself. Nobody's perfect. Nobody has ever said that they're perfect. And I think it was Miley Cyrus who said that. Nobody's perfect. I gotta work. <laughs> I don't remember. Anyway, <laughs> jumping into the third point, I'm excited for this one because uh, I've dealt with it for a really long time. And it's being scared of commitment. Commitment is very intimidating to some people because you in your head you're thinking that you really do want a relationship and you want to be with a person forever and once you find yourself in that situation you are uncomfortable you don't feel very happy with where you're at And it happens all too often that people get into a relationship, they stay in it, and then they realize like, oh, shit, I I don't like this. I want out of it. And not necessarily saying that it's commitment that they're afraid of, but that tends to be a big thing lately. A big problem with it, I can understand, is intimacy. You just want somebody that you can be intimate with. But the problem with that is, is people tend to mistake intimacy for love and wanting to stay in a relationship with somebody because you love them. When in all actuality, you might just need the intimacy. You like like being with another person. You like spending time with another person. But you're mistaking that for love, which can kind of blow up in your face. Everything tends to blow up in your face in one way or another, but that can lead to misunderstanding in the relationship. And you really don't want that because being intimate is completely fine. But if you're not in love with that person, that can make things pretty complicated. You can end up hurting the other person. You'll, hurt your own feelings, feel like you just ruined somebody's life. This is getting deep. (laughs) Anyway, commitment 
it's intimidating. Like you're, you're telling yourself and making a deal with another person. Like I will stay with you and we're going to fight through any kind of bullshit that we run into. And we're going to do this together. And people get scared of that. They don't know if they're ready to be with the same person for a long period of time because they're so used to being single, doing their own thing, but now they have another person to worry about. And I feel like that can be the really scary part is realizing that you have somebody else that you need to take into consideration before you make any decisions about your own life. Because by changing your life, you're also affecting that person's life as well. You can't just up and move across the country because now that other person thinks that they have to, or they won't. And then there goes the relationship. (laughs) So uh, joining your life with somebody else's, I'm not talking about like getting married. It could just be as easy as dating, just hanging out with another person. Commitment is wanting to be a team with that person and stay with them. But people tend to turn away from that because like I said, they're so used to being on their own and looking out for themselves that the idea of them living their life and having it affect somebody else's is just horrifying. Which you got to admit, like that, that is completely understandable. Like you want to be able to do what you want with little to no repercussions. And once you have somebody else in your life, that option just kind of goes out the window because you don't want to negatively affect somebody that you are close to in a relationship with. You want it to go, go well. And that's why decision-making becomes important. And maybe that's a big reason why people are scared to invite somebody else into their life and give up that kind of freedom. And that is not at all meant to make you scared of commitment. I did not mean it for it to come out that way. It's just, I'm trying to put myself into a headspace where like, Anything can make sense when it comes to being worried about being committed. It's a hard step. I mean, everybody has to be able to overcome that fear and be able to make themselves a part of somebody else's life and invite somebody else into their life. It's, it's a scary thing, but it's also pretty goddamn cool. If you ask me, (laughs) All right, moving right along. Uh, The next one I want to talk about is uh, communication because I definitely have witnessed myself, experienced it myself, that there is a serious lack of communication, understanding like where the other person is coming from. Like, for example, say some, a couple gets into an argument and the other person just throws their hands up and says, fine, I'm done. And then they leave 
without trying to understand the other person's standpoint and where they're coming from. I've had a lot of people in my life get into a fight and they don't communicate. They just yell, argue, whatever. They don't try to understand why the other person is thinking the way that they are, doing what they're doing. They just react on instinct, get mad, and leave. Which, yeah, is extremely damaging because it's like, yeah, maybe something happened that frustrated you both, caused a fight, but it's really important to sit down and understand why the other person is upset because it could just be a miscommunication. That, like maybe they chose the wrong words. They they didn't mean exactly the way it came out. Like it happens. People, people have a hard time explaining how they're feeling. Feelings are complicated. But getting mad in an argument, completely understandable. And ignoring the fact that the other person has their own opinion and viewpoint is kind of ignorant in a way, but emotions take over, you know, you're, you're going to be upset, but it's important to just take a breath, step back and try to understand where the other person is coming from so that you can actually like come to a conclusion that like, okay, I, made a mistake, I lashed out when I shouldn't have, or the other person will come to the same conclusion and be like, my bad, like, I didn't mean it that way, blah, blah, blah. So communication definitely has taken a hit now. Again, because of internet, you know, social media, you can just literally turn a blind eye to anything. Go talk to somebody else that you're not talking to somebody face to face. So texting, talking on the phone, there's no connection of being with that other person to be able to sit down and be like, Hey, let's sit down, talk this through. I want to understand where you're coming from and what's got you so upset right now. And that doesn't mean tensions are going to just immediately die down. You're still going to be frustrated, but at least now, you can understand why the other person is frustrated and they understand where you're coming from. It makes everything so much simple, so much more, I can't freaking talk right now. (laughs) It makes everything way more simple just to ask and sit down and talk something through rather than walk away from the situation and just let it kind of hover over your head because you're going to have that stress following you around for an entire day, week, who knows when you could have just eliminated the problem right then and there came to an agreement, figured out what you guys can both do to work on whatever caused the argument. it's not that hard. I mean, it can be really scary. It can be really scary just to pump the brakes on an argument and be like, listen, I don't understand like where you're coming from, why you're upset. 
and people tend to be scared of that because they don't know how the other person is going to react and vice versa. You could surprise somebody just by being like, listen, I don't understand. Let's talk this through. And maybe the other person is just going to walk away anyway. But the important thing is, is that you made the step to understand. You don't want it to linger and cause more problems down the road. You want to be able to sit down and talk with your partner and completely understand why they're acting the way that they are. Otherwise it just causes, it causes unsolved problems. And then they snowball and turn into something even more ridiculous. And that, that is the part that stresses me the hell out. Like just, just talk it through. It's not difficult. I mean, it's scary, but it's not hard. It's not hard just to ask somebody to sit down and explain where they're coming from. So a quick one that I thought of that I think would be (laughs) kind of cool to share because uh, it's very personal to me is expectations. I have had super skewed expectations about how relationships are supposed to be and how they work and whatnot because I, I I grew up watching Disney movies all the time and romantic comedies rom-coms whatever the hell you call them but in those movies they are nothing like relationships in real life like a freaking so okay so snow white for example she dies by eating a poison apple and some dude just shows up and kisses her and guess what they're they're in love is that how it works they met each other one time in a field if i remember right and yeah they're married forever they live long happy lives together and uh no that's not how relationships work if you kissed a dead girl in real life you'd definitely be going to jail but <laughs> But yeah, like as a kid, my expectations are, they, they got messed up because of media, like movies, music, all that crap. So it, it's not hard to imagine that other people's expectations got kind of messed up with their own upbringing and, you know, what whatever else, because... Everybody experiences life differently. Mine just happened to be stupid Disney movies and thinking that that's how every relationship in my life was going to was going to be. Thought I was going to find some chick washed up on the beach who just happened to be a mermaid. <laughs> it's my favorite Disney movie by the way, <laughs> Little Mermaid. But yeah, people's expectations can get kind of screwed up and Maybe they'll expect too much and they expect too little. They don't reciprocate enough. They don't, they do too little. Like it it bounces back and forth and everybody's lives are going to be different, but having too high of expectations can definitely hurt relationships because you're expecting way too much out of the other person, which 
you know, can be annoying, especially if it's crap, like, oh, they need to clean the entire house. They need to do the dishes every day. They need to do my laundry. I'm a grown ass man and they need to do my laundry. It's awful. I do not like that kind of expectation out of anybody. Like, clean your own goddamn mess. Do this, that, and the other. But I don't think people realize that they can't just get what they want and they can't have too high of expectations because you're just going to be disappointed. You set you set your expectations way too high. Everything is going to disappoint you. But you also don't want to set your expectations too low because then you're going to be an asshole. <laughs> but yeah, that, this one kind of hits close to home, like I said, because of past relationships that I've been, I always had this really high expectation of how they were supposed to go. And I never gave it my all because I expected it to work the way it was going. I quickly found out that that's not how life works. And I got kicked in the ass multiple times. It's a learning experience. So I'm getting better. Pretty sure I'm not the best, but I'm getting better. <laughs> Saving the biggest one in my opinion, for last, uh, is having access to anyone on the freaking planet. More specifically, dating apps. Because uh, if you think about it, you just have an app on your phone and you can look at literally anybody that you could be interested in in like three seconds. So that might cause it to make being in a relationship hard because you basically have an entire catalog of other people that you can just sit on your phone and flip through you know what i mean like it sounds awful but that's exactly what dating apps are you're flipping through people talking to 30 free 30 people at once and it, it makes it hard to be able to just focus on one person you could have that person sitting right next to you and after they leave it's oh god it's it's so scary to think like that but after they leave you have your phone right there you can look at any girl guy whatever on the planet and that makes it extremely difficult to give all your attention to one person and I'm not saying that that, ain't, that is a good thing to just freaking turn around, hop on an app and look at other people because that's awful. You shouldn't do that ever. But like I said, it, it can all lead back to making yourself bored of being with one person. Because having access to everybody's lives, personal stuff all over the internet, Again, Facebook, Instagram, Tinder, it doesn't matter. You can look at a person and be like, you're cool. I like you. And that's that. It's that easy just to connect with somebody else. But meeting somebody else and staying in that situation, relationship, is very, very difficult after you've say you've been on tinder for a long time if you finally meet somebody that you really like you're gonna feel really antsy because you're not 
doing what you were doing before, hopping back and forth between different people, not judging. Again, do what you want. You can do that. Just do it in a healthy way. (laughs) Get checked. Communicate with the person that you're with. But wanting to build something out of meeting somebody on an app can be really difficult, especially, like I said, if you've been doing it for a long time. Because that's what you know. You are looking at so many people all at once and can see them. I completely lost my train of thought. But looking at so many people on your phone, it can become an addiction. You know, wanting to meet so many different people at once, wanting to get to know them. It can be bad. And it can really hurt relationships, just being able to pick up your phone and talk to anybody on the face of the freaking planet. I'm not saying that having access to people is bad because I know people that are in relationships that they met on Tinder and they've been dating for a really long time now. And it's impressive. Like it's, it's awesome. Not Not everything is bad that comes out of having to access to so many different people, but you got to look at it from the other standpoint too, is that it's really easy to talk to somebody else. And I think that scares people. scares me for hell's sakes. (laughs) So those are the talking points that I had for today. Um, I'm probably going to, cut this one off here keep it a little shorter since i'm by myself um i really do hope that this is eye-opening in one way or another for some people going through issues or if they just needed some dumbass that doesn't know shit about anything to kind of ramble through it and then they can figure out like i guess i'm not that dumb (laughs) Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm going to cut this one a little short. Uh, I had fun. I hope you guys had fun. I hope, like I said, somebody can take something from this and apply it to their own life. That's the most important thing for me. So yeah, I'll, uh, catch you guys next week, Saturday morning. That's what I'm going to try to keep the schedule as for a little while now. I'm looking into getting onto Apple, Apple Music stuff, Apple Podcasts, whatever the crap you call it. I'm an Android user. I don't know what that shit is. (laughs) Anyway, I'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. I still love you!